Welcome listeners to episode number five of the Andrew Food for Thought podcast. I am joined today by my guest, MJ Patag, and we are at a Filipino restaurant called Lika in uh, Emeryville near Oakland. Um, So today we're going to mostly be focusing on the topic of Filipino food, um, a topic that uh, MJ knows well as he grew up in the Philippines um, for about... 22 years before moving to the United States and living here for the last few years. So uh, we're here at Lika. We just had some of our first uh, dishes come out. We have some chicken wings and some lumpia. Um, So MJ, if you want to talk a little bit about what we ordered today and um, how you heard about this restaurant. Uh, Sure, Andrew. Uh, I guess, like, thanks for having me. Um, So in front of me, we got some... Uh, lumpia, which is a traditional, I would say, Filipino appetizer. It's a, it's a pretty common Asian food, I would say. It's uh, spring rolls, fried spring rolls. Um, what I like about Filipino spring rolls, which is lumpia, is they're mostly meat. So this one we got chicken. Um, it should be pretty sweet, I would say. We got like some sweet sour sauce that comes with it. I, I like that a lot. And our, our second appetizer is uh, adobo chicken wings. So adobo is just a flavor, uh, which is pretty basic. Uh, soy sauce, garlic, um, vinegar. That's pretty much it. And this one is should be marinated in that. So hopefully it's pretty good. Yeah. So in my experience, having Filipino food, at least here in the United States, I think lumpia is very common. Like you find lumpia at a lot of Filipino restaurants. And um, sisig, I think, is also very common. Um, so, uh, what else, uh, I know we ordered a couple of other dishes. What else, um, did we order for today? So, so we're, we're getting pork belly seasick, which is good. Um, seasick for a lot of Americans don't really know what it is. So seasick, uh, for most Filipinos, um, it's, it's almost like a beer food. So you eat it not, not on a regular meal because what it is, is, it's mostly leftovers of a, of, a, of a pig. So traditionally, it, it has pork ears, pork brain, like a pig snout. So if you think about it, it's things that you don't normally put in a, like a normal meal. Um, but what's so good about it is it's sauteed in a lot of like garlic, spices, onions. And here, they, they sanitize it a bit by actually just putting like pork meat not without the like the weird stuff but if you go back home it's it's um i would say it's 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 more fatty it's uh it's more uh unhealthy but it's it's it tastes a lot better <laughs> so that's a quick overview of the food that we have here at Laika. um and let's talk about uh food in the philippines and i know the philippines has uh, a very like diverse history um, with different, um, you know, migration and colonization. So how, how would you say um, the history of the Philippines has kind of affected uh, the food that you could find there now? So what, what, what most people don't know is uh, the Philippines was under Spain for more than uh, uh, 300 years. So between 15, I could, I, I could be making my years wrong, 1589 to the early 1900s or right before the 1900s we were under Spain so 
dishes that you've not heard of uh, are pretty common back home. So, afritada, caldereta, menudo are pretty normal. So, those are mostly tomato-based, which is very Spanish. Paella is, is very common back home. Uh, but at the same time, I would say the other half of our food is basically Chinese influence. So, we have a lot of fried rice uh, and uh, noodle-based food. So, pancit is... is Filipino for noodles, and I would say I could easily count five types of uh, noodle dishes back home. Um, but most people here call them pancit, but it, it just means noodles. So it could mean a lot of other things. So I would say overall it's a mix of Spanish and, and Asian Chinese food. So just looking at the history of the Philippines, um, obviously not uh, under Spanish rule anymore, but um, like, how long has it been since the Philippines has been, like, an independent country? And has the food changed uh, since it's been independent? Or do you think it's, like, a lot of Spanish influence that still you can find there? Oh, I think it's still there. Uh, and I don't think it will ever go away. Uh, what I think has happened since then, it's, it's we're introduced to a lot more international cuisine. Um, I've, I haven't spent more than a couple weeks since I've, I've moved here, but... Um, I heard like there's a lot more Korean food out there, which was for me growing up was was a thing I didn't know. Um, I would say Mexican is being introduced back home, but it's closer to also Spa um, Spanish influence. But I've heard a lot of like taquerias are being uh, built out in the Philippines. Um, South American food is just slowly getting in there, but overall, Spanish food will remain. The, it will remain. So. When I think of uh, the Philippines, the food that you find in the Philippines, one of the things I like first think about is seafood because it's a country of many different islands, and it's very has very easy access to like fish or oysters or other kinds of seafood. Um, and from, from my own experience, like I grew up in a place that's like in the middle of the country, so I didn't have a lot of seafood growing up. But I think um, in the Philippines, it seems like it's very easy to get it. So um, how would you describe um, like the seafood uh, that you'll find in the Philippines or like what's very popular? So I don't know if I've told you this, but um, in the Philippines, you never buy any fish that's dead. So you buy them fresh every day. Like freshly caught and you don't store them at all so you would go to like the we call it there's like a dry market and a wet market so at the wet market you would buy the fresh fish um, and I remember my grandfather my dad would wake up early like 6 or 7 to just buy fish um, and they would even say that around 10 or 11 uh, most of them are half the price because no one wants them anymore. So when I came here and I saw frozen fish, that shocked me a lot. Because that's something we would never do. It's either, again, back home, you, you give them away or you throw them away. Um, I would say uh, tilapia is, is pretty normal back home. It's, it's a fresh um, freshwater type of fish. It's farm-raised, so it's pretty normal. Um, milk fish is pretty famous. Uh, I don't know if you know it, but it's, it's um, I can't, I can't describe it, but catfish, milk fish are pretty normal. Mackerel, but we have our own smaller type of mackerel. That's also pretty normal. Um, trout is pretty normal. Um, what's not normal is salmon. 
uh, that's more more of like I guess Atlantic stuff. Um, what else is normal out there? Um, tuna is also normal, although tuna is more expensive. So um, yeah, I love seafood, uh, crabs, um, mussels. Again, we would never buy them if they're over a day old. We would just buy them fresh every day. And tell us if if you're back in your home city and you're ordering some fish at a restaurant, um, like how do you like it cooked? Is there a certain way that you usually get your fish? No, uh, I would say it depends. Um, fried, I like it fried. Um, we uh, like dip it in ketchup. Believe it or not, I like that as a kid growing up. Imagine like a deep fried pork belly, but this one it's healthier. It's fish, so uh, nothing nothing specific. Uh, but uh, any any soup based fish is pretty good. It's it's good. I, I like the taste and then the the feeling of, of eating those things. And so I think that gives us a good overview of of the fish, uh, different kinds of fish that you can find in the Philippines. And what about other types of seafood like oysters or, or any other like shellfish? Like what what is common or what are your favorite things um, to eat in the Philippines? Um, I would say mussels are pretty normal. Uh, Clams are also pretty normal. Uh, growing up, I would, my dad would make a soup out of clam, not clam chowder, but just like a soup base. Um, I wouldn't say oysters are normal when I was growing up, just maybe because my 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 parents didn't like them as much. Um, I mean, now we we almost get them every month. Um, yeah, it's also, it's also normal back home, but I'd say mussels is mostly common out there. So. And just thinking about the Filipino restaurants that you've experienced here in the U.S. So you've pretty much been in San Francisco since since you came to the U.S. And that might be, what, like eight or nine years now? Something like that. So um, since you've been here, what's been your experience with uh, the Filipino restaurants? And do you have any favorite um, restaurants? I do. Um, I've, I've, I've been here since 2010, which... which um which for me almost flew by but yeah i've almost been here for almost 10 years um you would find a lot of like filipino restaurants um in in daily city i would say peninsula but um there's one place that i i chanced upon uh, a couple years ago it used to be a pop-up in san francisco in the mission um it's called uh fob kitchen so fob like fob which is uh, fresh off the boat um when I went there, when it was still a uh, pop-up, I was I was I was almost shocked with how close the flavors were with with food back home. I think what what with uh, a lot of like Filipino restaurants out here, since they source their like ingredients out here, it's 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 never gonna be the same. But I was surprised with that place, um, with how close the, the the taste of the food was. And on top of that, I do like the word that it stands for, like fresh off the boat. Um, I follow them on Instagram, and, and the owner said that um, she named it FOB because she, she believes that FOB is not a, a bad term. Um, and that you should be proud of, of being an immigrant anywhere you go. And, and that's exactly who I am, a, a FOB pretty much. Um, a FOB in 2010 and a FOB till 2019, so yeah. So, so Fab Kitchen, it started in the Mission as a pop-up, and now there's a location in Oakland. 
Um, and so what is the restaurant like if somebody goes there? What, what should they expect uh, their uh, experience to be? Uh, yeah, no, I think the, the, the actual brick-and-mortar place that they ended up opening a couple months ago is, is more of, um, I would say, modern bar uh, type that you would find at any uh, place in, in the Bay Area. Um, uh, their menu changes, I think, every couple weeks, um, but you'll find traditional dishes with a twist. Um, like sinigang is a sour uh, soup, uh, so they have that uh, bistec, which is like beef. It's like marinated. It's beef marinated in like uh, vinegar and soy sauce, almost like adobo, but sweeter and sour. I've had that there, and it's pretty good. Sinigang is a favorite of uh, of one of our friend K. He loves that. When he went to the Philippines, he had that so much. Um, Sisig is there, like pork, like fried pork belly. Everyone loves that. It's it's a very Filipino thing. Um, yeah, I mean, I've only been there once at their new place, but I would love to go back and, and figure out what they have, uh, new stuff that they have. So if someone hasn't been exposed to Filipino food much, if they're trying out a restaurant for the first time or maybe they have a, a trip planned to the Philippines, what would you most recommend that they should be trying or um, like things that you are kind of unique to uh, Filipino food that you might not find elsewhere? I mean, I wouldn't recommend anything specific, but I would say keep an open mind. Um, one dish that's not very popular here, which I really love, is called dinuguan. It's a blood, pork blood stew. So it's basically pork cooked in uh, its own blood. Um, people are thrown off by the name of it, and people just don't even try it. And that's one of many things that people find weird about the food in the Philippines. Um, again, if you think about any third world country, right? What people don't realize is we, we never try to like throw stuff away. Instead, if it's like seasick, if it's like a part of a pig that you could eat, just make something out of it. And that's what it's about. And people love it. But they don't realize what where it came from. Same thing with the other dishes. Um, like instead of throwing uh, the pig's blood, you just make something out of it. Um, I would say keep an open mind. Um, a lot of, I mean, one thing that throws off people is it. it Filipino food is very uh, like unhealthy, like fried, stew based, creamy. I mean, but that, but that what. That makes it so good, right? Um, if you're a vegan, I think you'll have a hard time in the Philippines, but otherwise you'll have a lot of fun. So, Is there any food that you can find back home that, that you miss that you're not able to find here in the United States? Um, you know what? In terms of actual dishes, no. But fruits uh, are definitely different. Mangoes, I would say. Mangoes here... Is, is a shit compared to like back home um, I would find mangoes for less than I, would, could, I could buy a pound of mangoes as big as my face for like a dollar here I could find a, a, a one piece of a mango in itself for, a do, for like three dollars and it's not even close to being good um, 
So I would say I would say what I miss would be like fresh seafood and then fruits.、Um, but I think you can make almost anything out here. So yeah. So we've had this food sitting in front of us for a while, and it's looking、uh, looking pretty good right now. So I think we're gonna try to start start wrapping up the podcast. But in closing,、um, MJ, is there anything else that you think the listeners should know about about Filipino food? Yeah, I mean, before Anthony Bourdain passed away,、uh, he's visited the Philippines, and he said that the next big thing would be Filipino food. So. Just like Anthony Bourdain, keep an open mind.、Um, we're everywhere. If you think about it,、um, just explore. If, if give it a chance, I would say、um, it's not your Chinese or Mexican food that's everywhere. You almost have to find it. But but it's 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 getting out there.、Uh, I would say、uh, come out to Oakland or Emeryville in this place.、Uh, it's I haven't tried it, but it looks pretty good. Uh, go out to、uh, Peninsula and try out Filipino food, but slowly keep an open mind. So yeah, yeah. So for the listeners, if you want to be ahead of the curve,、uh, start checking out those Filipino restaurants. And, and like Anthony Bourdain said, it might be the next big thing.、Um, so yeah, this food looks great. Excited to get started on it.、Um, thank you, MJ, for coming out for the episode and, and giving us some a little history lesson about the Philippines and, and talking about the food. Um, I think it was a good episode. So,、uh, thank you, listeners, for tuning in to another episode, and we'll see you next time.